When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What is up, underdogs? What is up, IDP Army? What is up, fantasy football fans? It is your man, Jordan Reigns. I am joined opposite the man, the myth, the legend, Dave Kluge. How you doing, Dave? Doing great, man. Suffering, uh, you know, I'm still feeling the sting of last week's loss. Oh, we'll uh, yes. we'll get into that, I'm sure, but I'm doing great. You know, just got off the mailbag show with uh, with Troy and Vic. Had a really fun time on there. You know, Wednesdays are great. I just get to chop it up with some friends and talk some football. It really doesn't get any better than that, does it? Amen, amen. Hump day around here is a good one. So we'll be right back for listening to this intro, this banger we got, and then we will get you guys into the show. guys i'm sitting opposite one of the best objectively one of the best rankers in the fantasy football industry dave how do you do it week in and week out like just give me the secret what's the sauce you know just uh i I live and breathe football that's my secret you know i don't have any sort of crazy process you know i don't have spreadsheets or i mean i do have some spreadsheets that i work (laughs) with but for me so much of it is just kind of going with my gut and uh you know it has uh has, has helped me pretty well over the last few years and it's Shown this year in the rankings, which is which is pretty fun. But yeah, just uh, you know, I I live and breathe football. That is my process. Is that I don't take a minute off during the week. Amen. Hey, and it's on brand. One of the football guys. All right, go check out Dave's work over there. He writes a weekly article right now. It's the three up, three down. Right. Yes, sir. Yeah. Thank you for plugging that. Yeah, just started yeah. that one a couple of weeks ago. Um, this week. Uh, you know, I won't go deep into it, but my three up, Kyle Pitts, obviously. Ryan Tannehill, I think that we saw him step up a little bit last week, and I, uh, you know, want to want to with the uh, the the increased usage for AJ Brown, I think that Ryan Tannehill goes way up. Damian Harris, I've got him trending up for the year, but not crazy about him this week. 
Trending down, these are pretty obvious ones. Mike Davis, Robbie Anderson, and Allen Robinson. Yeah, dude, Mike Davis was kind of, I won't want to say it was easy to see, but it was, I mean, on this channel, I definitely faded him. Um, I know he was kind of gassed up just based on the receiving work. I mean, but it's one of those things we've learned this year that receiving work comes and receiving work goes. Being a good functional running back is forever. You know what I mean? Um, that's why Derrick Henry doesn't matter if he catches passes or not. I quickly did want to say, if you guys want to go back and clown me, laugh it up. Um, a couple of weeks ago, right before Kyle Pitts broke out, I put out a pretty uh, ridiculous little video on my Twitter feed of me just clowning Kyle Pitts in the analytics community. So I got pretty washed up on that one. So I'll take the L. It was a funny video, though. I mean, and he since then he's gone off for y'all, so you're welcome. Um, yeah, but man, I, Kyle I cracked Pitts the joke is, on Twitter just just a few weeks ago. I said, "Hey, wellness check on all my Kyle Pitts truthers out there." And, uh, man, he made me eat my words immediately after that. Yeah. That dude is looking like the real deal. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, in dynasty circles, which is where the gas has been coming from, the fuel for the fire, yeah, I mean, we all know he's going to be good. Um, the thing was, has always been the rookie thing. And a lot of guys a lot of guys did have a lot of faith that he would break the rookie tight end model. Wasn't looking great. He's had a couple of good games. But, you know, he does get the extra game this season. And it isn't, you know, we'll have to see how it goes. But he's looking hot. I mean, he's going to be a top three dynasty tight end for a while. I, so I, you want to hear I, a crazy number that I just pulled on Kyle Pitts? Just sure. Just did this one the other day. So right now, the all-time rookie receiving record for tight ends. Mike Ditka set this in 1962. That's how long that record has stood around. The pace that Kyle Pitts is on right now, he could drop his per-game production by 23% and still set the all-time rookie re receiving record for tight ends. I mean, what he's doing is just unbelievable. Wow. Yeah. And I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, he, he he's different. You know, he doesn't look like your typical tight end. Um, so kudos to anyone that bought in. Kudos to anyone that did not sell. Um you know, the dip, I guess, or whatever you want to call it. So um, you want to go ahead and give us one of your kluge fades. I don't know if you, uh, it's a new segment we're going to have around here. Yeah. Uh, you kind of hit on Damian Harris, but uh, why are you really, you know, this, this week coming off of his breakout performance? You know, what, what makes you fade him this week? So the big thing that I saw with Damian Harris, and, and you expect this with Bill Belichick running backs, you know, he has a role for his running backs. He doesn't have anybody that's going to be an all-purpose back. We've never seen that from Bill Belichick. You know, he has a whole carousel of running backs and he rotates them through based on what their strengths are. Damian Harris, his two strengths are, um, you know, early down and goal line work. So I think that he has an opportunity to, you know, maybe punch in a touchdown, maybe at 80 yards or something like that. But that is if they can remain competitive in this game. So my fear is that going and playing against the Chargers, this game is just going to get out of hand quickly. They're traveling to Los Angeles. They're facing an explosive Chargers offense. So, you know, when you look at his big games, they've come against games that you expect the Patriots to win, where these game scripts have worked in his favor. This is a game where I can see Damian Harris getting faded out very, very quickly. You know, they go up two scores in the first quarter. We might, might not see Damian Harris in the second, third, or fourth quarter. So when they're down, that's when they used to lean on James White, who's now out, but now Brandon Bolden and J.J. Taylor taking on those receiving um, responsibilities. So in games that you expect the Patriots to win, you can pretty much pencil Damian Harris in for 100 yards and a touchdown. But if you think that the Patriots are going to lose or even worse, get blown out, I think those are the games that you want to fade Damian Harrison. And we saw it against Tampa Bay. We saw it against the Saints. They went up or they went down early and, and he struggled to produce. And I could see that happening again this week against the Chargers. Yeah. Yeah. We, it's still Bill Belichick and the boys. And uh, we, we saw the uh, the mighty Chargers take a little bit of a beating 
um, against the the Baltimore Ravens. So it'll be an interesting one to watch. I, I definitely understand and agree with the thought process, though. And he's he's a good fade. Where, where do you have him this week exactly? Uh, RB nineteen, and his consensus is RB eight. So I am I'm fading him pretty darn hard. And okay. uh, you know, obviously, in, in in the same vein that I'm fading. Damian Harris, J.J. Taylor, and Brandon Bolden are two guys that are way up on my rankings this week. Yeah, I think I did see something today by um, our man Ian Harditz. Uh, he posted something about, you know, this is an IDP show, so I'll go ahead and speak to it. But he, the defense of the the Chargers being pretty bad against the run. Uh, he's not wrong. You know, they are missing their first-round linebacker. Um, who was basically the leader of that middle of the line. So they have Drew Tranquil and uh, who's the other guy? Because you're white. They're both serviceable, but they're not great um, linebackers. So I could, you know, they can get run on. And I know that Ian puts something out there basically. You know, he works for PFF, so he has to say, you know, look at all these grades. These All these things say that Damian Harris have a good game. But like you said, if you zoom out a little bit away from the actual individual player and the, you know, and the guys he's facing and look around him with the matchup, writ large even though it is a great um environment to run he's not on a team that's built to go blow for blow for a team like the chargers if they get humming so Mm -hmm. yeah i i think 18 or 19 is a good spot um i think eight is a bit high for our our peer group out there but uh we'll see who gets the last laugh it's usually kluge though now you want to you want to zoom out even a little bit farther and look at this, um, and and the reason that I have him trending up is he does have some really really nice matchups coming up that I think are going to work in his favor. Specifically though, you fast forward all the way to week seventeen, they get to play the Jaguars, and Damian Harris is going to be a smash play in week seventeen. That's a game where they should have no problem winning. We know what Bill Belichick does to rookie quarterbacks. He's going to shut down Trevor Lawrence. That's going to be a game where Damian Harris might rush for 180 and two touchdowns. So I'm stashing Damian Harris. I'm making offers for him wherever I can just for that week 17 matchup. I have some Damian Harris and I'll tell you, you know, if you came poking around, I might give him to you. So I think that's, I think that's a guy you can go out and acquire right now. I see a lot of these people on Twitter, like go get this player, go get that player. I'm like, you realize that like the time to do that has come and gone. Like go out and get Kyle Pitts. Yeah. No, not now. You should have got him, yeah, back in the day. But you, all right, well, you guys, real, you know, let, let me just throw this in before we go on. I I did get Kyle Pitts a couple weeks ago, um, and did and you? I almost feel bad for this. Did you ever have a trade where you just like do somebody so dirty that you you almost feel a little bit of regret for it? Literally and never. I, I don't either, but I'm sure some people out here <laughs> listening do. But uh, the day before Chris Carson went on IR, I flipped Chris Carson for Ooh, Kyle Pitts. That's ice cold. That's awesome yeah. though. That's what you want. That's what you yeah. want. Because you you've been you've had that exact same thing happen to you. You've been you've been you woke up the next day after a trade and everything's broken. Oh, like, la- last oh, year no. I traded um James Robinson away and got Joe Mixon the week before Joe Mixon's big blow up game, and I'm dancing, feeling good. Well, guess what? He got hurt the very next week and didn't see a snap. For Never the played again. Yeah, so it, it, it goes both ways. If he got you a W, that's still that's you know not the worst. Yeah. James Robinson, though, I mean he he he's proven a lot of the haters wrong. Um. Like we're doing here on the underdogs, James Robinson is the literal definition of an underdog. Um, what he did last year will be forgotten, but it shouldn't be. Um, so go Joe James Robinson some love. All right, y'all, you, we've hung around 10 whole minutes. Um, kudos to you. We are going to do an underdog draft head to head, five bucks, Kluge versus Reigns. Um, we evened up the scorecard last week. Kluge was up on me two to one. 
he thought he got a little he got a little full of himself last week that KC stack. You know, he got Patrick Mahomes, he got Tyreek Hill, he got Travis Kelsey. He was doing his little, you know, Tom Cruise dance, and I think he put up like what forty points. Ooh, not pretty. So. I, I gotta be honest with you, man. I didn't even check the score. I knew I had that KC stat, and as as soon as that game ended, I, I think I messaged you and I just said, "Hey, good win." But I, I never even took a look at that score. That was brutal that was the worst game of patrick mahomes's career Dude. i mean i don't know about statistically but i've watched patrick mahomes since he came into the league and i've every never game. seen him look that bad i've achieved and i've watched every game of patrick mahomes's career now no this is not a no disrespect to mina kimes but she said something today that i was just like girl you are living in a dream she said the chief's offense looks fine she said they're not broken girl that offense is broken broken mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. I mean, what they're doing doesn't work now. So I, and I saw I saw somebody else make the comparison to Aaron Rodgers a few years ago. Remember when Aaron Rodgers had no receivers? So it's a little bit different because Patrick Mahomes, first of all, has Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, so he doesn't have that problem. But there was that like two to three year stretch where Aaron Rodgers had no receivers, and every single play he was running outside the pocket and trying to make these like miracle mm-hmm. plays, and and it almost started to hurt him because he well, wasn't letting the game come to him. And and somebody said, and, and I just agree with it 100%, that that's kind of where Patrick Mahomes is now. You know, rather than just hitting his, hitting his drop back and, and making that easy throw, he wants to come out the back of the pocket and spin around and, you know, run around and make some miraculous play every time. They're just, they're, he, they're never in a position. It always comes down to the last possession. They don't have a mm-hmm. defense or a run game that allows anything else. So what that really means is it comes down to every possession because they have to hang. And they've come to a point where they can't score. They can't go up on people because for whatever reason that we just can't. We're getting behind too early. Our defense gives us nothing. Um, And, I mean, the offensive line is fixed. Okay, that's great. But still, like, we also don't have any second or third receivers. And, I mean, yeah, it's just not great. So, Josh Gordon, baby. No, not Josh Gordon, baby. Get out of here. All right, so me and Dave are gonna go head to head. I'm gonna add this to the stream. Um, so you guys know you guys know the drill. Hopefully by now, go subscribe to the show. Also, go join Underdog. They're doing a new promo. You give them a hundred. You sign up. You put in a hundred bucks. Up to a hundred bucks, they'll match you with a hundred bucks. That's literally the best deal they have. That's like the best deal you can get on any fantasy platform. We don't talk about and do drafts on underdogs just because we're making money on it or because we're savants at fantasy football. It's because we actually enjoy playing on this platform. I know that I play on it all the time. Dave does as well, and it's growing. Okay, so do yourself a favor. Get in early. Learn what it's all about because it's only going to get bigger next year. Get in on some of the weekly tournaments. Get on the head-to-head drafts with your friends. $3, $5, $15, $25, $100. Thousand dollars, whatever you want to put at stake, you can go head to head. They have all kinds of other stuff too, NBAs on there, etc. So, but Dave and I we're football junkies, so we're going head to head here. Um, like I said, it's two to two. Dave, you think I'm going to get the one on one? I mean, it, it would only make sense that you get it five times in a row. Let's. Uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and enter right now, and and we'll see how this shakes out. Amen, brother. It would only make sense. <laughs> all right, so you're in here. All right, so what do I click? Go to draft. Oh, oh. what did I hmm. click? What happened? Oh, no, you didn't click anything wrong. There. I got the 101. I don't even know what to do here. Well, Ooh. Derek Henry's on the on the slate, so there's your answer. Uh, is it though? Oh, yeah. you won't leave him to me. Okay. No, I here's my Derek thoughts Henry. on Derek Henry. I know you look at this and you think Indiana, and his projection is kind of low compared to what has been the last few weeks, but 
Darius Leonard and the boys, yeah, they're probably going to put some numbers up uh, for IDP, but it's still Derrick Henry. Um, and they have the receivers to get down near the goal line. So I think 19 is a very safe projection for him and is the highest projected guy. Quickly, what are your thoughts on Mark Ingram going back to the Saints? That actually broke right before we hopped on here. I do not like it. I don't like it one bit. I think that really caps Alvin Kamara. We saw that uh, a few years back where they were splitting touches and uh, Mark Ingram was getting a lot of goal line work. And that has really been the nice thing for Alvin Kamara this year is that he's getting the passing work, goal line work. I mean, he's getting all of it. So this definitely Mm -hmm. caps him. I think it knocks him down a few spots in the rest of season rankings. Um, What I'm more excited about, though, is that this opens up some opportunity for David Johnson in Houston to get it done again. So uh, all in on that. But to the draft, got 10 seconds left. Yes, this is the first time that I've had the one-on-one, so I'm taking Big Dog, and I am, I'm very happy about that. I don't care who he's playing against. I think that's going to be a competitive game, which means that Derrick Henry is just going to get even more work than normal. Nice, nice. All right, well, last week, Cooper Cup and my bias did not lead me astray, so I'm going back to the well. Back to Cooper Cup. And you know what? Jamar Chase is magic. He's lightning in a oh. bottle. He's a top three wide receiver in the NFL already. I'm taking him. I like it. Boom. Um, this one right here, you know, I already got my stud RB1, Derek Henry, that I'm happy about. And I was really, really hoping that, uh, you know, both of these guys were going to drop to me because I'm using these picks right here, two and three, to stack what I think is just going to be an incredible stack this week. Buffalo going up against Miami. They are just going to spank them. I think they win by, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if they win by 30 points. So uh, Stefan Diggs, who has been kind of a disappointment so far this year, but I'm expecting one of those boom games come in. Um, and then, you know, obviously matching him up with Josh Allen. So got that yeah. stack and I'm, I'm feeling confident about that. Nice. Nice. All right. I went wide receiver, wide receiver. That leaves me a few options here. Do I want to go with my third wide receiver? And if I do, who is it? Um, you know, AJ Brown did us right. And the thing I like is he did it on basically the same number of targets he's been getting nine. So I'm going back to the well, I'm taking me some AJ Brown here, even though Debo has been getting more targets. I'm still going with the big play guy. And I like several of the receipt of the running backs here. So I'm going to look to tight end quickly. Yeah. I really like Kyle Pitts this week. I like what he did this last week, over hundred yards of back-to-back games. Just that alone for a tight end is pretty special. Um, you that was my pick in. there. If you didn't take him, I was going to. Bingo. All right. All right. So you're probably looking for a tight end or a wide receiver, right? You know, I, uh, I'm i going with another running back here just because he dropped. Um, you know, I already talked about the game script that I expect is that the Chargers are going to go up big. So give me the running back on the Chargers, Austin Eckler. I am really happy with the Derrick Henry, Austin Eckler stack. And now, uh, you know, I'm just kind of shooting blind here. Um, Debo Samuel had a calf injury today at practice, so I'm not too crazy about that. Um, you know, Antonio Brown is expected not to play this week. I think that Mike Evans is going to draw coverage from Marshawn Lattimore. We saw Marshawn Lattimore keep DK Metcalf in check last week. Um, I think the Saints are pretty susceptible to the slot receiver. So with Antonio Brown out, give me Chris Godwin. Might be a little bit of a reach, but I I got him projected high this week. I like that. I like that. All right. I believe I'm on my very – I need a running back and a wide receiver or quarterback. Um, I'm taking JT, Jonathan Taylor. Now, the flip side of that is I could take Najee, but I know that the Cleveland defense has not been giving up a lot on the ground. And Jonathan Taylor's been lights out the past three weeks, even without um, the super, super high receiving numbers last week. He had 100 yards rushing. That is going to leave me with 
quarterback. Jalen Hurts, if I want to take the floor. But you know what? I'm going to take Joe Burrow. I'm, I'm stacking the lightning with the, the with the Thundermaster, all right? I should have done this last week in my tournament plays. I'd have won a lot more money on Underdog if I had. But not going not gonna to not mess it up this week. So who are you going to finish out with here? Man, this guy has been such a disappointment the last few weeks. Um, but I, I need a tight end. Kyle Pitts is gone. Travis Kelsey and Darren Waller are not on this slate. Take a second. So, uh, yeah, taking taking best available man and that uh that for me is tj hawkinson i don't feel good about it but um you know the targets have been there hopefully hopefully this dude can do something for me this week all right well let's I mean, let's, you, uh... you got the one smash tight end in this slate like it and and i i should have looked dude, at that a little bit closer if you're not I'm getting kyle pitts you're you're shooting in the dark here I'm telling you, Gusecki's a smash anymore you gotta start he talking is, he's, he's a wide receiver name exactly the same thing kyle, kyle pitts, pitts. Is. That's yep. what they sold me, Kyle Pitts. Here's your yeah, nice I, I news. Here's about a certified pre-owned Mike Gesicki. All right, you know he's not as souped up as him, Kyle Pitts is, but he'll get the job done. Yeah, just burn you a little. Just gotta rubber. stop trying to hurdle people. Did you see him try to hurdle somebody the other day and he just no, caught him I'll in be, the air and like put I'll him on the ground? I'll be real. I've watched like 30 seconds of Miami football this year. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so let's walk us through your team here. It's, it looks like a good one. Yeah, so uh, Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs got them with the two and three pick, which I'm very happy about that stack. Those running backs are just filthy. Derrick Henry and Austin Eckler, I think they're the the, the top two running backs in the NFL right now. Um, Chris Godwin, like I said, might have been a bit of a reach, but I'm just trying to read through the news right now. Antonio Brown was spotted in practice on crutches. And then, uh, like I mentioned, going up against New Orleans Saints, Marshawn Lattimore, he's a big and physical cornerback. And I think that he, uh, you know, I, I haven't looked at the numbers, but I'm going to as soon as we get off the show. Um, obviously Mike Evans and Marshawn Lattimore have a, have a decent history together. Uh, do you know this, you know, being the IDP guy, do you know how Mike Evans fares against Marshawn Lattimore historically? Bad, poorly, poorly sub 100 yards. So, and basically every matchup, they always get into pushing and shoving matches. Um, Mike Evans still catches a couple of meaningful balls. You know what I mean? And that's the thing about Mike Evans as a receiver. He doesn't necessarily have to have 103 you know, touchdowns to get like that pivotal, Third and ten, three touchdowns. He'll he'll still get the he'll still get the third and ten on Lattimore, the one that really matters. But Lattimore will mostly shut him down. Um, our buddy Ian Harden too. We saw uh, with DK just last week. You know, everybody like if you look at DK's final stat line, it looked great. But it was one big play and then one short cross across the middle, and that was it. And even on that big play, the eighty-four yard touchdown. I think he I fell. saw some OPI. And I there was. You're right. I was mm-hmm. biting my tongue. I didn't even speak it out loud because I was like, ooh, DK gave him a little shove. Got away yep. with it, though. I mean, when you're that big, I mean, it wasn't even really a shove. I mean, it was just like, that's just how DK moves. Like, when he puts when, his when arm out, that, when, when they got into that little pushing match after, though, DK shoved Marshawn Lattimore, and he Dude. was like a rag doll. And then it when Marshawn just... comes back at him, he barely budged him. Like, DK had to take a step to the side to even sell it to the ref. It was so, dude, it was so funny. All right, here here it is. I'll read it right to you. Ian Harditz put this out uh, four hours ago. Mike Evans, eight career matchups against Marshawn Lattimore. Um, <clears throat> okay, so here they are. One reception, 13 yards, zero touchdowns, six targets. Five for 55 on 13 targets. Seven for 147 and a touchdown on seven targets. That's the only good game he's ever had on game. And I'm pretty sure, if I remember right, which I don't, but I'm pretty sure, Lattimore was like hurt that game too. But anyway, I'll move on. Four eighty six zero on six zero 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 on three targets. One two for one on four targets. Four for sixty four on six and one three and one. So you're essentially looking at Mike Evans. Is, I mean, he's basically putting up a, a 
couple of receptions yeah. a game, like two or three a game. So, so yeah, throw Mike I, Evans I think, in with Damian Harris for a fade of the week for me. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, he he's a he's a good player to fade. Although I did see another smart guy on PFF, uh, Dwayne McFarlane. He said that it's going to be hard not to put Mike Evans and Chris Goblin in the top twelve every week. Um, with with uh, with AB out of lineup. I mean, hey, so. if, if Jameis Winston could make the multi-wide receiver ones, I, I think Tom Brady will be just fine. Jameis Winston needs to get away from Sean Payton. Sean Payton's too worried about everything looking a certain type of way. He won't let – he won't – He won't. he's got a Ferrari, and he's driving it around like it's a Cadillac. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, dude, it's not a boat, okay? Take it to the racetrack. But, um, again, he doesn't have any wide receivers either because Sean Payton runs his whole offense through Alvin freaking Kamara. All right, I'm so over it. Um, okay, so here's, team, my, Jordan. here's my team. Uh, I got Joe Burrow going up against the since or it was the New York Jets, and I stacked him with Jamar Chase. I'm really hoping for magic. I know there are some guys who don't like to go back to the well after a player has a big game. I don't like to play like that. You know, I don't, I don't like to chase points, but I mean, just because you have a good game doesn't mean you're going to have a bad game the next game. That's just kind of a silly thought process. I don't like to like look at things like that. So I got Cooper Cup, another perfect example. Two weeks ago, he had a great game. Took him last week, still had a great game. I'm taking him again. Hopefully, he has a third great game. Uh, AJ Brown, I mean, I'm glad to see that he's finally putting up the numbers to match the usage. Um, the usage has been there. He's just been shitting his guts out, I guess. I don't know what his problem has been. Um, and then Kyle Probably. Pitts. Like I said, I have one dynasty share of Kyle Pitts, and I was kind of moaning and groaning about it a couple of weeks ago, but now it's looking pretty nice. And on this slate, he was the best tight end available. We don't get Mark Andrews. Um, Kittle, for what he's worth, was not on this slate either. Gronk, I don't know if Gronk's going to be playing this week or not. I think he's out. I didn't see I don't think they officially said it yet, but uh, definitely trending in that direction. Okay, and then we know Kelsey's not on this slate either. So Kyle Pitts, I mean, he's getting the yards. Like I said, back-to-back 100-yard games, that's rare for any tight end, period, bar none, let alone a rookie. Um, To have that kind of upside available to me, um, I'll take it. So that is our teams. The winner will get $9. Underdog will get its, you know, we'll pay our tithe to underdog, the gods of the underdogs. Uh, Josh Norris and Hayden Winks, you're welcome. Here's a dollar. Um, All right, so... What what's next? What are we doing now, Dave? Are we done? I think that's it. I think we did it. All right. All right. Yeah, well, well, we'll come back next week and uh hopefully, well, well, by next week, one of us is gonna have the lead again. You know, we're tied two two right now, but one of us yep. goes up three two next week. So this it's is a two, this is a big two. one. It's two two. Do us a favor if you're on YouTube, which you should be, go to the comments, tell us whose team you think is gonna win. I've asked you to do this the past couple of weeks. I've only got like one comment. Comment, please. If you're listening to the podcast, follow us if you're on Spotify. Leave us a five-star review if you're on Apple. We would really appreciate it. Trying to build up the podcast numbers a little bit over there. Um, I got nothing else. I got a show tomorrow. What is today? Today's Wednesday. Tomorrow or Friday morning, I'll have the IDP ranking show. Um, We'll be on Sunday morning at 11 Eastern for the start sit, um, you know, kind of debate. And, yeah, what do you got going on the rest of the week? Uh, the rest of this week is going to be pretty quiet for me. Um, I got Lauren Carpenter coming on the launch pad tomorrow at 4 p.m. So I uh, definitely recommend checking that out. And that's pretty much it for me for the rest of this week. But uh, Monday, I got invited to do the waiver wire show for Fantasy Pros. So that'll be my first time on the Fantasy Pros Network. Be sure to tune into that. I'm very excited about that. And uh, with that being November 1st, I will be uh, um, unveiling mm-hmm. my mustache for the first time. Um, no, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just taking the, the cheeks down. You know, I'm not going to grow the mustache out, but 
Yes, I will. Uh, I will have a mustache on uh, uh, November first, a short one, and then you will get to watch it just get bushier and bushier and bushier as the uh, the oh. month goes on. My face is already itchy. Um, quick question: Where can people find the launch pad? Uh, they can find it. Uh, my Twitter is the easiest way to find it. Just at Dave Kluge, K L U G E. Gotcha. Yep. Check that out, y'all. Show Dave some love. Read his articles. They're good. Follow his rankings. They're objectively good. Okay. The haters will say it's fake, but it's not. All right. We'll see you guys next week.